This is the Pick of the Bunch by Basic Bananas, where we share the pick of the bunch when it comes to marketing, business, and people. Hi there, and welcome back to the Basic Bananas podcast. In this episode, I'm going to go through the marketing health check. The marketing health check, this is something that we have created to help you review your marketing basically and the different areas you need to be focusing on to continually grow. So it's a really awesome framework and series of questions to show you where you're strong and where you're weak. You really, it's a no brainer. You really should be doing this every quarter, I believe, because it will help you see the areas where you need to be basically improving in terms of your marketing. And the reason that's so important is because Every piece of your your kind of like marketing mix, which I'll go through in this episode, they all compound on one another. They're all like stepping stones. So if you have, you know, certain systems or certain marketing in place, but you don't have the next stepping stone in place, you're never going to see a return from the, you know, the initial stepping stone, the initial activity. So a really cool episode and a resource that you can use in, in any business, doesn't matter if you're business to business or you know, business to consumer or product or service or manufacturing or whatever style of business you have, you'll be able to use this resource and this structure every single quarter is the way we recommend to use this and go through this series of questions um, basically for the rest of eternity, as long as you're in business and no matter how many businesses you have, you can use it in all your different businesses as well. So enjoy the episode. If you do have any questions or anything, get in touch with the team at basicbananas.com. And we do have some new online workshops, which will run live coming up very soon. So on basicbananas.com, the marketing blast off is coming up. We run it live from our headquarters. It's free to register at the moment because we're doing it online. Uh, we have the you know the studio set up at our Basic Bananas headquarters in Sydney, uh, Narrabeen on the northern beaches, close to the beach, and we have got the, everything set up nice and professional, so you can see us, you can interact, and you can be anywhere on earth and tune into the Marketing Blast Off workshop. There are different time zones, uh, different times published at the moment, so you can tune in whether you're you know basically anywhere on earth. There'll be a time that you'll, which will work for you. So check it out on basicbananas.com. That's the Marketing Blast Off Workshop. And they're run live. We'll see you on there. Otherwise, enjoy the show and hope to uh, see you soon. The Marketing Health Check. So this is super important because it keeps you on track. Basically, you can use this Marketing Health Check every quarter is what we recommend. So every 90 days, every quarter of the year, every three months, uh, whatever we want to call that, (laughs) we uh, redo the marketing health check because it shows us the areas. You can be as practical as basically like uh, using it to show you the areas where you could be improving things because the way that our marketing and sales all work together, it's like if there's one weak link in the chain, the whole thing's not going to work very well. Like if you have really fantastic lead generation strategies and you get people that's well let's say traffic generation strategies to get people to your website and then your website doesn't convert you're not going to convert to a phone call like it doesn't matter how much traffic you get and how good you're doing with things like those kind of top of the funnel marketing strategies like social media or or ads or online ads you're driving traffic to a a website that doesn't convert you're never going to see results from those 
top of the funnel activities. And then the same goes, you might have great traffic to a website and then the website might convert to a phone call. But if you don't have a great sales process in place and you're not measuring what happens on the phone or often what we'll hear in, in this example is people say they're great when they're on the phone, they just need the phone to ring more. So there's a, there's a problem there, right? We need to get the phone to ring more. And then also, what if you're not there and someone else answers the phone and you have people answering the phone and there's no process. It's sort of just left up in the air for, for them to say whatever they say or whatever they're feeling or, you know, if they're having a good day or a bad day, it might be a completely different conversation. And the same goes for you. You might be kind of just in a different headspace sometimes. You don't really have a process when you get people on the phone for that, that kind of sales process, you're going to lose, you know, a, a lot of potential um, sales from that as well. So, and you need a process so that you have team working on something and always in every area, it's just more exciting and, and, you know, there's more control when you know what you're doing at that stage, what you're working on at that stage to improve things moving forward. So that like sales is one example, like having a process. So what we're gonna do is go through the, the marketing health check. And if you'd like a copy, I'll, I'll direct you to, there's a onbasicbananas.com forward slash health check. You'll find these questions and I'm gonna go through, through them now and I'll explain why each one of these areas is important to basically review yourself, you know, moving forward every quarter. We do it ourselves, you know, you know, ourselves in our own businesses and um, with customers and so on that we're working with. And so a good, just a really good like way for you to do this is you could review the marketing health check every quarter. And then if there's an area where you have a low score, you just simply come up with, let's say three things to try and move that score to a higher number during that quarter and then you you work with your team or if it's just you in your own business you know you might say look we 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 don't have a great process in in regards to you know in a certain area like let's say well sales you got a low score then you go okay let's let's upskill let's work out a process and work out how we're going to measure sales how we're going to improve them so we've got things to you know processes to move that number to a you know basically a higher score over that following quarter so you can be really practical in that way so the marketing health check goes like this. Basically, we rate ourselves, we rate our business from one to 10 in each of these areas, which I'll, I'll go through now. A one score is terrible or like not at all. You know, basically you don't have this in place. And a 10 is very, very strong. Like you're very strong in that area, excellent in that area. Uh, and um, so you're basically giving yourself a score between each. So if you're if you're driving right now listening to this or you're like, running, you know, you're exercising or walking your dog or something, or um, it's going to be a little hard to write them down, but you can get the idea and go through and then just remember to visit basic bananas, sorry, mumble there, basicbananas.com forward slash health check. And it's just health check uh, written as one word, no gap, like no space, whatever. So health check. And um, you'll find the, the form there and you can complete it there. So the first main area we're looking at is planning and measuring. So a big overview plan, do you have in place? Basically, uh, the question which we'll go through with the health check is, um, do you have a strategic marketing plan in place with clear goals and KPIs? KPIs are key performance indicators, basically performance indicators that let you know whether you're on track or not. Like, you know, if you want to hit a certain 
uh, volume of customers. Maybe a performance indicator is when you get to 50% of that volume and then 70% or 10%, you know, or measuring weekly how many new customers did we sign on. And a performance indicator could be that you want to sign on five a week and you check in, did we hit the five or did we not? So that could be a, a KPI. Um, we have a clear, so part of this question is basically it's, we have a, a strategic marketing plan in place with clear goals and KPIs. We have clear direction, basically a clear direction so we don't waste our resources. So this is looking big picture. You kind of go, okay, throughout the whole year, really high level, what do we want to hit um, in terms of you know volumes, in terms of outcomes? You might have, uh, think when you're thinking about a question like this, you might think of specific areas of marketing or you might also just think of outcomes. So you want to get to a certain volume of, you know, followers online and certain, and then you work backwards, basically. Um, let's just say, you know, like, it was a money money goal you want to get to, um, you know, a million dollars over the year. Okay, that's by the end of 12 months. Then you might work backwards and set KPIs. Well, we've got to be at, you know, 100 grand a month by June, and then we've got to be hitting 120. And so, you know, you get the idea. So you kind of work backwards. And then give yourself a score. So do you have a strategic marketing plan in place with clear goals and KPIs? One to ten. So uh, giving yourself a score. The second part of this question or second question is you track your marketing effectiveness and you have certainty on which marketing strategies are working for you and which ones aren't. So you have basically a system and process to measure the effectiveness of your marketing. Do you, you like basically score your marketing? It's like every week. Are you really across it so that you have certainty on what's working and what's not? Because... Uh, a lot of businesses, and, th and this, this happens as you add more and more marketing strategies to your business as you grow, it becomes more difficult to know what's working, what's not. You know, is it one area of your marketing that's actually producing all the new customers or, or like attracting all the new customers? Um, and then there might be a bunch of other stuff that's not working for you at all. Like, are you measuring your, your results? So scoring, scoring yourself from one to 10 in terms of that. Our third question which leads into a different different area of a kind of um, marketing health check is you have a clearly defined vision and values for your business these are basically need to be communicated to your team your suppliers your customers so clearly defined vision it's a vision statement when, when we're looking at it in terms of marketing we want a marketable vision not like an internal vision which is uh something like you know, maybe you want to attract, um, you know, a certain amount of customers to make a certain amount of money so that you can buy yourself a Ferrari. That's an internal kind of goal or vision. Um, but, you know, or you say you want to work three days a week at some point within two years. Well, maybe that's an internal vision. That's for you. The customers aren't going to buy from you to, to help you achieve that. But the, the external vision that, you're, you know, what your business is actually making an impact um, around like what areas, what's it delivering to humans? How's it making a difference? How is it something super valuable for, for your customers, for just humans, like the greater good, basically, does it have a really uh, clear kind of purpose, which is the vision and then the values, the way in which it behaves, the way in which it functions. And we need to have this because your, your vision, which I kind of like to say is like your purpose statement. It's like the whole purpose of this business is to move you towards this statement. If you have that statement, it makes life a lot easier for you. It's like your your guiding light, you know, it's your guiding star. Everything you do in business should move you closer to that statement. Everything your team does, 
Like if you're about to do something, does it move you closer to that purpose? If it does, do it. If it, if it doesn't, don't do it. And this will also make life a lot easier for you when you're overwhelmed and you're juggling a lot of tasks. If you, it, it's a lot easier to prioritize tasks when you know you're really clear on the, the overarching purpose, like the big picture purpose. Um, just makes life a lot easier for you, you know, and it helps you avoid that overwhelm and it helps you feel more fulfilled, to be honest as well, because at the end of the day, if you know if you know you've done tasks and some big uh, things that move you towards that big purpose, you'll feel like you've accomplished something for the day. Whereas if you've done a lot of scattered and, uh, you know, and, and unprioritized things and you've just worked, 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 that's when we can start to feel I've, you know, real disconnection from the business and almost like down on the business. It's almost like we get like this negative negativity around the business and start to lose interest in the business and start to, and then if you're like most small business owners, you start to lose interest in the business. Then you start to feel down on life because you, you've, you're so invested in the business and the business is kind of you, you know, and you're so close to it that you start to feel negative around everything. And you probably start to feel a bit negative even on the weekend or with friends or family or whatever. Um, whereas when we know we're working on things and the higher priority things, even if they're not the most comfortable things to do, but we know what our clear purpose is and we share it obviously with, as I said, with teams, suppliers, customers, you might sometimes people think suppliers, why would I need to share it with suppliers? So I'll give you an example on that by suppliers. knowing, like an example of that could be, uh, for example, basic bananas when we're, we're running, uh, workshops, you know, around planet earth, basically, uh, in Adelaide, we shared with the the Adina Treasury Hotel there. Um, you know, this is what we're all about and who we're about. And they provide us with conference rooms and training rooms. And just by sharing the purpose, the team there actually could feel that the you know sense they get a bit more excited about what we're up to rather than just another faceless, you know, someone coming in to run a, an event in the conference room, some corporate business or something. They hear, you know, this is what we're all about and who we are. And then they even went a little, you know, on their own without us requesting anything. They started cutting out, printing off um, banana <laughs> images on the on paper and then like creating, basically putting um, clear sticky, you know, clear sticky plastic over the top of them and making banana, you know, banana basically images that led people to down the hallways and across the um, the courtyard in the middle of it. it's an awesome hotel there with a big courtyard and uh, and leading people across this like banana trail to the conference room and they actually would go and buy bananas and put them in the in the room for us and it just added this bit of fun because they could tell that we you know we want to have a bit of fun along the way and part of our purpose is about creating like positive ripple effects for uh, and changing the lives of small business owners. And the ripple effects that that creates all around are like how it impacts the lives of the small business owners, but also their team and also their families because they go home happier, they go home more energized, you know, just feeling successful and feeling fulfilled. Um, and that's what, we, you know, part of ours is basically around that. It's like creating a positive um, effect through, and we know that, and that's what we've got to do and what we've got to focus on. It's those, the business people we work with, helping them just to, basically change their lives we don't even necessarily say it's around like specifics of the details of marketing it's so big picture um it's changing the lives of of, of business people basically and that's what we're here to do you know all as far as we can around the world um so yeah that's having do you have that clear um purpose statement and, and uh and vision and values and so on 
The next question is around your audience. So the question is that you know and understand your ideal customers on a deeper level. What we mean by a deeper level is you understand their demographics, like who they are, like a profile of, let's say, your ideal customer, you know, what's their age, gender, interests, where do they live, what do they drive, what do they aspire to drive or where do they aspire to live, um, do they, you know, where, do they, where would they like to travel to, do they have family, kids, so on. So you've got a profile of who they are. Or it could be an industry for you. You know, there's typically a uh, an accountant and they're or your real estate agent to your market and they're typically aged here, they're interested in this and so on. Um, but then to take it a little bit further, you get in, like you understand their desires and their frustrations. So do you understand your audience in terms of the profile, but also on a deeper level that you know their desires, their wants and their frustrations and wants that you can deliver and um, frustrations that you can help them resolve. And then... What I'd even say on that one is you even know the order of priority. What's the number one want that you can deliver to an ideal customer? And what's the number one frustration that you can resolve for them? It doesn't have to be a service business that solves problems. It could be a product business. But what's the number one frustration that that product solves for your market? It doesn't matter if you're product or service. So I just want to clarify that. You could be product, service, business to business, business to consumer, uh, it, it's all, all uh, the same. You're still going to be understanding if you're business to business, you're still marketing to humans in the business. Everyone's marketing to, to humans, right? You're marketing to the decision maker. So do you understand your customer on a deeper level? How do you rate yourself, you know, one to 10 in terms of that understanding? Branding is the next area of the marketing health check. You have a brand strategy and you're, uh, for your business to be positioned as the go-to business in your industry. So you have a brand strategy and you understand how you're like positioning your brand is different, why it's different to others out there. And you've got strategies in place to help with that positioning. Strategies to help with brand positioning could involve pricing, like how you price yourself. I'll just give you a little insight on this one because I could, I could really, obviously with any of these questions, we could really get into a lot of um, specific strategies to help bring those, those scores up. Um, but just on this one, as a, as a bit of an overview, you should imagine your brand sitting above the market you're actually selling to. So the positioning in terms of where you sit in the market is above where you actually sell the biggest volume. So, so what I mean by that is people want to, like when people purchase as the cust from the customer's side, the customer's perspective, they want to know that they're getting value for their money. So they want to know that your value that you provide, your quality, your expertise, your ingredients, your materials, like are at a, such a high level that what they're paying is basically less than the value they're getting from you. So they perceive they get more value than the money they spend on you. That's when you have happy customers that are happy to spend, you know, anything basically. It's like a like one strategy, just as, as an example on this, is you could use a price anchor. A price anchor is having a really high priced product or service, like a like an example, like a brand like Gucci every now and then might make a handbag that's, say, $500,000 for one handbag. Now, why do they do that? They don't do that to sell, you know, hundreds and thousands of $500,000 handbags. They do that to position themselves really high at a really high level so that they can sell, you know, handbags that might be two or three thousand dollars. 
So the two or $3,000 handbag is actually the brand that you're getting. It's, it's kind of helped shift that perception up by having these really high-end items as well. Um, that's just one idea. So do you have a clear brand strategy to be positioned as the go-to in your uh, industry? Score yourself one to 10. Uh, the second question in terms of branding is, we are clear on our differentiation in the market and our marketing pieces communicate that effectively. So are you clear on how you are different in your, your industry and do your marketing pieces really communicate that? Now, what I want to say on this one is typically you'll only really, if you want to play at a bigger level and you really want your brand to be known in your industry, you're really only ever going to be known for, let's say, one or two maybe different things. Like if you think of any any industry, there'll usually be some brand that comes to mind as the go-to in that industry. There's some sort of trigger thought in your mind that makes them come to mind as the the biggest brand in that industry or the, the one that's the up and coming in that industry. Uh, now, every industry has a ton of competition. We all know that. <laughs> uh, we work at Basic Bananas with, we've worked with thousands of different businesses now over the years um, and, and in all different settings and presented at business events all over planet Earth and, you know, in different media and so on. And with all this exposure to different businesses and business people, there's no industry that doesn't have competition. Like sometimes people create a, create like a, a new idea. Um, and even then it's still challenging because you're competing for their, your customer's attention and you're competing for their money, which they might spend on everything else. Right. So it's still like kind of competitive in a way. And every industry, like often the, the most just general industries that come to us they're mostly not most of the businesses we work with aren't some crazy wacky new idea they're businesses that have been running for for 20 years and they've realized they're just ticking along they're just flat like they're just doing the same things over and over and over and they're not really growing or they're like doing a rapid growth phase so they come to us because they finally want to make a you know move the business and change things and um often at, even at that level they don't really know what they want to be known for. Like most business owners themselves don't really know what they want to be known for, like why their business is different and they don't market that. Like so in terms of differentiation, it might be one or two things how you want to differentiate. Even if you're in a, a, an industry that's very competitive, you need to be clear on one or two things that make you different. And then you need to push those one or two things out through every single touch point. That's the second part of this question. You communicate it effectively through all of your communication, all of your marketing activities. It needs to amplify that point of difference. Even what's on your invoice, if you send invoices to customers, like does it differentiate you? Maybe you could put a, a line item on the invoice because everyone reads what they're billed for, like a line item that says, you know, here's your bill for XYZ, $100 or whatever it is. And then you add a line item that says, um, you know, going above and beyond for our customer support or whatever our point of difference is, that comes free. You know, adding it in so everyone reads it, pushing it in their mind, what you want to be known for, push it in everyone's mind and you have to communicate it through every channel so that the more you push it out, it's like creating a, a united front in terms of your messaging out there. So you start to own that thought in your perspective or in all of your customers and prospective customers' minds um, as quickly as possible. It's like a, like a clear thing that's out there so that when people talk about you, even they start to say this point of difference, you know, hopefully as soon as possible. So do you have, are you clear on your differentiation and do you communicate that effectively through all of your marketing channels? 
scoring yourself one to ten on that one. In terms of marketing, um, do you have a, a clear, this is the next question, a clear overarching marketing strategy to help you avoid being scattered and unorganized? So do you have a marketing plan? Like on this one, it might be getting a little more, more into the, the details versus the very first question, which was like the clear overarching um, marketing plans. This one's like the marketing strategies. Do you have clear marketing strategies in place to help avoid the scattered and unorganized place? Like you're working on this now, then you work on that, then you work on that, and then you work on that. You know like the next, say, 90 days um, and six months time, and then you'll know what you're implementing and when. So you've kind of got almost like a more of an action plan uh, on that one and scoring yourself one to 10. The second, another question in relation to marketing is we have a well-oiled marketing machine and use a combination of online and offline marketing strategies. You don't just rely on one or two marketing strategies, scoring yourself from one to 10. So in terms of having a well-oiled machine, what we mean by that is all of your marketing strategies lead to, let's say, a database or a system, a process where they're all followed up, they're all nurtured, you don't let anyone slip through the cracks so that any new marketing strategies you do, they're going to be looked after, nurtured to maximize your return. The problem if you don't have a systems, these sort of systems in place, which we call a marketing machine, is you might attract a new interested person, prospective customer. But it's likely they might take three months to actually make a decision from who they're going to buy from, right? Whether they buy from you or someone else. There's this decision-making decision period which everyone goes through, all of your customers. You don't know when they're going to actually buy. They might look at you and someone takes 10 minutes to decide to buy. Someone else takes three weeks. Someone takes three months. Someone takes three years. You've got to have this kind of marketing machine in place to nurture them, to move them towards a sale, to basically show your value your, your quality and so on and um, show uh, authority in your space as well. It's like that you actually provide this kind of quality. Uh, it's like like uh, exhibiting you know your authority in the space and then also how you are valuable to help them move towards making a decision easier. So do you have a well-oiled marketing machine in place and do you use a combination of offline and off online? We, we kind of see it a lot where people just think, oh, I just need – Facebook or like Instagram and that's it and they're only relying on one strategy. Now if that strategy stops working for you, you can be in a lot of trouble. We've seen this a lot with businesses where they're just dependent on one or two marketing strategies only um, and you know there's going to be a ceiling on what's possible to achieve if you're only dependent on one one source, right? And if, yeah, if it stops working, um, you can be in quite a bit of trouble. So um, rating yourself on that one well-oiled machine and using a combination of offline and online, no matter what style of business you have, even if you're an e-commerce business that just like sells online, you'd still want to attract customers from offline activities that move people to your online uh, website, you know, e-commerce store. The, the next question is, we have a database management system. You have um, a database management system and have online marketing funnels set up and automated. So you've got a, a database. Basically, your database should be where all of your marketing activities lead your um, customers to and your prospective customers to and past customers. So everyone is nurtured. There's marketing funnels set up and in place and they're automated as best as possible so you've got leverage so that you can communicate with you know hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands easily in a nice scalable way um, you have to have it like it basically should be like a backbone. It, it is like the backbone of your whole marketing 
um, systems and engines. It's you use a database management system and have online marketing funnels set up and automated through that database management system. If you don't have that, or if you're looking at, and this is just, I'll just basically say this one. If you're looking at a database management system and you're concerned about it costing something like 70, you know, $70 a month for you because you haven't been, you've never been used to paying that that is such a small figure in terms of what you should be getting out of it. Like the value of once you start using a database system, um, we hear it all the time that people are like, and even people that do, you know, maybe $10,000, $20,000, even $50,000 a month in sales. And they're still concerned about you paying $70 a month for a database system. Now it's got to become like part of your engine where you can access it anywhere online. All your marketing activities lead people to this one place and these systems to help you upsell You'll be making more than the $70 a month very quickly as long as you start using it. Um, but we need, we absolutely need these a, a database system in place to, to create our kind of marketing funnels. And then the final question on the marketing health check is that you have a proven sales process to help you maximize your conversions. So a sales process would be you know what's happening in sales conversations. I do a lot of one-to-one, uh, -one, we call them VIP strategy sessions where I work with businesses that, that a lot of businesses that do high price sales as well, they need assistance with um, sales, you know, like um, real estate agents I've done quite a few with and also uh, um, boat, like boat company was a re recent one, there's boat sales that are selling boats and uh, different organizations where, oh, also an interesting one was uh, selling um drills to the mining industry, like massive automated drills, like businesses where the, you know, a typical sale might be a million or $2 million, a slight increase in sales. You know, it's, it could be a 1% increase in conversions from traffic to your website that converts to a purchase can have a huge difference. Now, the, the sales process then, even for a small business, you want to have a structure where like basically we work through a bit of a, like a framework and you have that framework and you know what you're doing at each step of the way if someone's like on the fence at the end of a sales conversation, you know how to nurture them without feeling like a cheesy salesperson, but you know how to provide them value so that if they're, if they've called your business and two other of your competitors, you're the one providing the most value in that kind of decision-making period. You're the one that's communicating in a nice value-added way and showing your authority through that as well. So you have a process, you know what you're doing, you know what you're working on, you know how you're measuring those conversations as well. And therefore, if it's not you on the phone as well, you've got someone else that's following you know, their, the process as well. So do you have a proven sales process um, and you're measuring those uh, to help maximize your conversions? Give yourself a score on one to 10 on that one. So that's our marketing health check. And I, I trust this has been value. I know I've given you a lot of information around these uh, different areas to, to measure. And just go to basicbananas.com forward slash health check. So just health health. Spelt the regular way, H-E-A-L-T-H, as in health, and then check, C-H-E-C-K, as in just health check, as in checkup, uh, health check with no, no gap in the middle, so basicbananas.com forward slash health check, and you can complete it there, and um, good idea to, uh, to measure these areas every 90 days, every quarter, basically. As I've said, if you also if you go through to that, if you can complete if you complete that on that page, we can send you through a PDF version so you can have them printed off and do them with your team as well. Really good idea to have that um, uh, as well. I like to kind of do it as a paper version sometimes, so I can sit with team and go, let's how do we score ourselves in all these different areas? 
if we're low in a certain number with one of our businesses, what do we need to do this quarter? You know, let's work out some things to move the number up towards the kind of excellent range, you know, seven or above uh, is where we want to be hitting. And then if you are hitting, let's say, you know, eight, nine, 10 in certain areas over and over and over and over, a good idea to continually be pushing for growth. You then uh, next quarter, for example, if you've hit like 10, 10, 10, say a couple of times in a row, then move the goalposts. You need to then change what is a 10. You know, maybe what was a 10 last quarter will now become a, a six, you know, or a five. So you basically want to be pushing to improve, setting new targets and, so, and uh, always moving that in the right direction. Cool. So there we go. I trust this has been valuable for you. If you know any other business owners who would uh, get value from this, please do go ahead and share with your friends, colleagues. It helps us grow the show or your team members. Of course, you want to upskill your team members, always very clever. And uh, just share the, the, the episode and let them know about the Basic Bananas podcast. And also, we always love reviews if it helps us kind of, basically, that's the way um, iTunes and Google and all these kind of help us reach more people is through the reviews. So you, you can help us if you enjoy the show. Uh, we'd really love it if you Googled us and left us a, a Google review. Uh, and also, or you might be on iTunes, you know, listening into this, you could leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, very, very much appreciated. We share every single review with our, our whole team and we celebrate those on our, our Friday team meetings so we can all see how we've, you know, made a difference with everything we do. Because here I am presenting, but there's a whole team of Basic Bananas behind everything we do. I do the recording here now. Team member, this will be passed on to Heidi. She'll do the edits. she get it published on the site, you know, and then the social girls that manage social media. Um, with Francisco and Aga and Marisha and it all goes, you know, and there'll be Martina create an image and like basically the whole team puts in, you know, different work to get um, all of our resources out to the world. That's just even this example just for a podcast, you know, a lot of the team uh, contributes. So it's really nice for us to go, hey, guys, look at what we accomplished here. Uh, and they all get to, you know, have a little little celebration as well on our Friday team meetings. So thank you again. I'll look forward to hearing from you or seeing you. If you do have any questions or, or anything, get in touch with the team at basicbananas.com or through any of our social media channels and we will be in touch. Thanks again and bye for now. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.